Hey, I'm Carrie Grace, and I'm so excited that you're joining me on this podcast today. I want to give you just a little bit of background about who I am and um, just get to know each other through this platform. I have been kind of every woman at this point in my life. I've been the stay-at-home mom who homeschooled my kids. I was a pastor's wife. I've been a businesswoman. And I've also worked in the nonprofit sector for the past 25 years. Right now, I'm currently the mom of two adult children, and I'm the executive director of an international nonprofit that's combating human trafficking. For the last 10 years of my life, I've spent um, working specifically with victims of sex trafficking from Texas to Iraq, from Scotland to the Philippines. I've been all over the world, and I've really seen the worst of human suffering at the hands of evil. But I've also seen the miracle of the human spirit's resiliency in the face of the worst suffering and and harsh circumstances. And it really has just blown me away to see that no matter how difficult a hand we've been dealt, there's still the ability to get back up and dust ourselves off and pick up and build a life again where we're thriving. I've seen it with women in refugee camps in Iraq who were horrifically um, tormented and tortured at the hands of evil. And I've seen it in Texas, where I currently live, with women that I've worked with coming out of the sex industry here in, in the DFW area. It never ceases to amaze me that when we are given the right tools and we have a support system around us, we truly can take the next hard step in front of us to begin to build a brand new life. And I've just seen it over and over. And that's really what led me to launch this podcast. I want to take the things that I've learned and have been applying to my own life, um, sometimes successfully, sometimes not as successfully, and the tools that I've helped um, other women be able to implement in their lives. I want to share those with you. I know that most of us, uh, if you're like me, you've got a very full, busy lifestyle You have a limited budget that you're willing to put towards your own self-development, and you need access to resources that can help you manage all the plates you're trying to spin without it being difficult. That's really why I want to make this available to you. And I want to kind of share with you what you could expect um, from this podcast. First, there's going to be weekly podcasts with practical tips to really help you start winning in every significant area of your life, whether that be your relationships, your finances, your career goals, um, your self-care. I want to be able to give you real tips that you can actually apply that same week and start seeing results. Second, I want you to know that I will be having some amazing guests join me on this podcast. I know some incredible people who have truly inspired me. I've learned a lot from them over the years. And I just want to give you access to the great relationships that I have because I feel like sometimes it's not just what you know, it's who you know that ends up making the biggest difference in your life. So I will be sharing some uh, incredible guests with you on this podcast as well as just authentic examples from my own life. Um, I unfortunately have made pretty much every mistake you could make at every area of my life and I've had to learn some hard lessons. And at the same time, I feel like that when, we, when we're able to share those things, not just our successes, but the times that we failed and had to learn from that, we just all grow together. Um, so I'll be sharing just real authentic examples from my own life. Um, a little bit about, uh, 
I guess, just some of my background. I want to kind of share with you why I ended up getting into um, the the stage of life that I'm in now and uh, what really sometimes we we encounter things in life that we think, golly, that was the worst thing I've ever gone through or that was so um, humiliating I wouldn't want anyone to know about it. And those end up being the very things that become our power package. So I want to share just a couple of those things um, from my own life with you. And I think it'll explain, um, I guess, my most frequently asked question that I get from people is, why are you working in this field of of um, anti-sex trafficking? So this story goes really all the way back to my own childhood. And um, I grew up in a family that was one of those situations where you always knew something was off, but I never really could put my finger on what was wrong in my household. And um, that was revealed much later in my life. And it ended up with um, being called by a, an investigator who informed me that my father was under investigation for ongoing sexual abuse of minors. And he was wanting to know if I would help participate in that investigation against my father. That is not a call that you're ever prepared for. Um, And I know that in the line of work that I do, it's always easier for us to villainize the man who is either purchasing or maybe trafficking a victim. But it's really hard when that individual is your own father, the one who is the perpetrator. And I had to um, participate in that investigation and help put my father in prison, which he will be until he dies. He will never be able to get out. And that was a hard journey for me. And I was very humiliated by what was happening in our own family. Um, You know, you just don't want people to know those things about your life. You want to be able to kind of show up and look like you have it all together. And I didn't want people to judge me or to assume things about me either based on what was happening in, in my family. And it ended up that that story, uh, when my father was um, put away in prison, the story was all over the news. So it wasn't anything I could do to hide it at that point. I just had to pray that it would actually serve my purpose, not work against me. And um, I can tell you to this day that that has been an answered prayer, and um, Luckily, I, I now have a relationship with my father again, and and he's definitely in a different place. Um, and it's awesome to see him on a journey where he's now seeing what he where he had gone, and and he will tell you that sin took me places I never thought I would go. And um, it's encouraging to see him on the other side of this, and he actually even helps me now with the things that I write and create to help other men and to help youth um, protect themselves from going down the same path. So that's one of the reasons that really motivated me to be a part of the solution when it comes to this issue of sex trafficking. And secondly, and this is just one of those things that I think is so important for people to realize because they may say, oh my gosh, you know, you just went to Iraq and you're helping women in a refugee camp. But sometimes it's not really, you know, that glamorous. I was actually a stay-at-home mom. This is back in 2004. I was homeschooling my kids and I had my doorbell ring one day. I go to the door to answer it and there's three women standing at my front door. I did not know who they were. 
And they just said to me, we were told if we came here, you would be nice to us. And it was such an interesting introduction to this group of women. And um, I invited them in. I didn't know where they had come from or why they were at my house. They didn't seem to be selling anything. So I was very curious as to why they were there. And, um, and I asked them, you know, who sent you to my house? Who gave my address out and my name to these women? And they said, well, we were actually looking for some financial help, and we went to a church um, to see if they could help us out. And when we went there, they basically said, you know, we could help you, but we want to know if you would like to have a relationship with God or if you know the Lord. And And the women explained to them, you know, look, yeah, we'd love to know about God, but we can't go to church because everyone will recognize us, that our customers would be there with their families, and we just don't belong there. And they sent um, this, whoever they had approached at this church, sent them to my house and said, if you'll go find this lady, she'll be nice to you. I have no idea why that happened the way that it did or why they were sent to my home, other than the fact that sometimes, you know, God makes it really clear to you what you're called to do and you don't have to try to figure it out on your own. And that's really, I think, what that experience showed me. I did not have any prior experience working with women who had been sexually exploited. And honestly, I didn't know of any organizations at that time that were even helping women in this situation. So they just started coming to my house every week. And I learned so much from these women. They were amazing women. Two of them were able to get out of that industry. And another was, um, she was not able to leave. And she really just captured my heart. She had a daughter who was disabled and she couldn't, you know, put her in a normal daycare situation and she didn't have family to help. So she had a live-in boyfriend that would stay a few nights a week with her daughter while she went and danced at a club in, in the area. And I realized, you know, she would she would really literally just come to my house before her shift not wanting to go. And she could barely make herself go another time to that club. And she would literally throw up in my bathroom because she was so sick over what she was about to have to do. And she didn't want to be touched and she didn't want to have to do things she didn't want to do. And, and I realized, you know, there's no little girl is thinking when I grow up, I really hope I can be, you know, a prostitute or a stripper. That's not the vision that they had for their lives. And circumstances lead us to places sometimes where we get desperate. And I, I realized if she had the resources that she needed, there's no way she would go back to that club again and put herself through that again. And that's when I started looking for ways to really surround women that were in that situation with all of the resources that they would need to be able to escape that life. And um, it was awesome. I loved the journey. I, I got to work with um, hundreds of women helping them to really start their lives anew. And they are some of the most incredible women. They inspire me to this day with um, what they were able to do with their lives to completely walk in their true identity and who they were intended to be. So it is really from that experience of my own personal journey of having to walk through something that was so painful and shameful and come out on the other side of it, and it ends up being the very fuel that I wake up with every day, passionate to live my life, 
helping other women who just need someone to see them, to show them that they're valued, and to give them the practical tools that they need to be able to change their lives. In the midst of doing this work, um, I realized that those of us who were trying to help others, we needed to make sure that we were taking care of our own selves as well. And so that really is what launched me into creating a program that I could share with other women who are really seeking that um, just that lifestyle of living every single day, feeling like I've I've managing all those spinning plates. Um, I'm winning. I don't feel overwhelmed. I'm actually getting enough rest. I have plenty of energy and I'm setting goals and obtaining them every single week. And that's the journey that I want to go on with you and um, give you some of those those tips that I've learned and applied to my own life and that I've seen others do as well. So I'm so excited um, to get to launch this with you. And I want you to just begin to think about your own life. What are some of your own life stories? Maybe they were um, the parts of your story that were really hard. Maybe they you go back and you remember, wait a minute, when I was younger, I really loved, you know, doing this activity or I was really good at this. Um, start thinking about your own story. What are the things in your life that maybe um, if they were the hard parts of your life, maybe those are going to end up being like like mine. They begin to be the fuel for your power package and the life that you're intended to live that's going to be the most impactful in the world. And maybe it's some of just those visions and those dreams and those creative abilities that you've had that you've maybe kind of put on the back burner or buried, and it's time to dig those back up and start living the life that you're intended to live. Um, there's a quote that I want to kind of end with today that I love. Um, I used to teach students that were going to be speakers and debaters, and I always shared this quote with them because I feel like we need to be reminded that maybe what we're most afraid of is not our inadequacies. Maybe what sometimes keeps us from really taking those steps forward is that we're afraid that we could be more powerful than we've even I want you to know that I believe your life is meant to leave an impression on this world. You have an impact to make that is uniquely yours. No one else can do it but you with the package that you've been given, the good and the bad, the hard and the the beautiful. Each one of us have a unique way that we're going to be able to impact the world. And I really want to come alongside you and just empower you and equip you to be able to do that in your own life. So I hope that um, this will be a fun journey together. And um, I will leave you with this quote today. Coach Carter, um, actually in that movie, they they quote this. Um, it was originally from Marion Williamson, the quote, but I want to share that with you. And bless you all, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We were all meant to shine as children do. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same as we are liberated from our own fear. Our presence automatically liberates others.